Uh, okay, we're talking about common New Age practices. This is lecture number three in our course on the New Age and the occult. Uh, we already talked about astrology, occultic healing, Ouija boards, uh, Eastern meditation, vegetarianism, psychedelic drugs, seances, tarot cards, animal rights, uh, and uh, extrasensory perception such as uh, telepathy, clairvoyance, precognition. Uh, humanistic uh, psychology and transpersonal psychology. Psychology used to be uh, thoroughly atheistic and now all of a sudden it's, it's, it's perfectly acceptable in your counseling sessions for PhDs in psychology to start uh, as they do therapy taking a person back to their childhood which was Freudian and off the wall to begin with now they take people into past lives and, uh, and uh, do past life therapy and that type of thing assuming the truth of uh, reincarnation um, they also uh, uh, a big portion of uh, uh, new age type psychology uh, uh, would really uh, uh, part of the healing the emotional healing process would be the recognition that, uh, that you are God and that type of thing uh, the nuclear uh, disarmament movement, uh, uh, there are a lot of misled uh, Catholics that are involved in that, uh, but for the most part, uh, a good portion of them are, are uh, tree-hugging New Agers. And uh, the uh, ecological activism as well, uh, you know, to save a couple spotted owls and a few thousand trees, it's, it's worth it to put... Uh, you know, 25,000 loggers out of work and, uh, you know, let the human beings starve. Just don't chop down trees. And by the way, the, uh, with all the regulations placed on uh, logging companies right now, they usually have to plant X amount of trees for every X amount of trees that they chop down. And uh, and then it's, it's also a good eco ecological move. Uh, to chop down a certain percentage of your trees, uh, it, it actually uh, helps the growth of the other trees and that type of thing. Uh, it, it's kind of like deer. If you don't allow hunting, uh, eventually the deer will eat all the vegetation, then they'll all start dying off. And uh, so it, it's actually uh, God made things in such a way that it it, uh, it actually helps the deer to, to, to kill a few of them and put them on the, the supper table. Uh, so e ecological activism is, you know, this idea that uh, the earth is part of, and then there is no consistent New Ager. You know, not only should they not eat, if, if New Age pantheism is true, not only should they not uh, eat meat or uh, have dairy products, but they also should not eat plant, plant life, uh, they shouldn't eat at all. And uh, then, they, then they would all die, and, and so the New Age pantheism uh, isn't very practical. Yes, Kurt. Last night in the uh, apologetics lecture, you were talking about how the Bible wouldn't, that you believe theologically, the Bible wouldn't consider plant uh, life. Does that do the statement that the life is in the blood? No. No, it's. Uh, you talking about things with souls? Yeah. Basically, uh, I think that the biblical definition of life, it would have to have a soul. In fact, the words are synonymous in the in the Hebrew uh, and uh, 
before the fall of mankind, for God to say that man, everything He created was good and as and was before the fall, um, uh, I don't see any any room for what the Bible would call death. Yet Adam and Eve were allowed to eat uh, plant life, so they're they're eating what we call plant life before the fall. So I don't think the Bible would classify plant life as as life. Uh, for the Bible to classify something as life, and they, so he. Um, they, 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 they probably never will unless Satan and his demons plan a deception. They probably never will really find uh, true life on another planet or on even on you know on Mars, even a planet in our solar system. But if they did, if they found some some amoeba or something along those lines, uh, from a biblical stand, from from a modern scientist, the way the modern scientists define life, that's life. But from a biblical standpoint, that's not life. Life would take take some type of a, a creature uh, with a soul, with the, the life principle, if you will, an immaterial soul. Uh, uh, a, a dog couldn't even recognize his own owner if he didn't have some type of immaterial mind. And uh, granted, you could study my dog, watch my dog for a couple days, and it is not a very advanced mind. But... Uh, but uh, um, Okay, nu numerology, uh, that's the analyzing the hidden meanings from numbers. I remember when uh, I uh, flew out to uh, Camp Pendleton and the plane dropped me off in Los Angeles and then I found out how far I was away from Camp Pendleton. I had a hitchhike and uh, this guy picked me up and his old, his uh, mother was in the car with him and uh, an elderly lady and she started asking me what day was I born and this and that. And I wasn't even a believer back then, but I knew something was wrong. She she asked me, you know, what day was I born, how how much do I weigh or whatever, all kinds of stupid stuff. And uh, she started adding up all these kinds of numbers and then started telling me that I was going to be a... I was going to be a professional singer or something. And I was just looking at this lady like, thinking like, man, this lady's out to lunch. I don't know what she's trying to do but she's not doing it too good but uh... Um, yeah so numerology you you're looking for hidden meanings from from numbers uh... uh... and and then that type of thing so uh... that's real common in fact uh... kabbalah uh... has uh... a lot in common with numerology uh... kundalini uh... this is the uh... supposedly the elementary the elemental energy of the human body is found at the base of the spine and it's likened to a serpent of course from a, a biblical standpoint the serpent is, is symbolic of uh, Lucifer because of he possessed a serpent in the garden but uh, uh, Bhagwan Rajneesh in, uh, in uh, Oregon uh, was real heavy into this uh, Kundalini stuff um, uh, and so, so keep in mind what Kundalini is there, and that crystal, crystal power. You, you'll see people walking around with crystals uh, around the neck. There was a guy at uh, at New Song Coffee House, the Christian Coffee House, and he was showing me some of his paintings, and they were just like really, yeah. His name was Luke, and they were really. He was into Kabbalah. We found out later, but but uh, he was telling me he's a Christian and this and that. And I looked at his paintings, and I could tell he wasn't a Christian, so because they were all mystical and new age type and and so he started telling me how yeah he's trusted in Jesus uh, for salvation and stuff like that 
And I said, well, what if you trust in Jesus for salvation? What's this? And I grabbed this pouch that he had that he was wearing like a necklace around his neck. I said, what's this? And then I popped out what was in there, and I, it was, you know, I knew what it was. It was a crystal. And I said, if you trusted in Jesus, why do you need this? And then he tried to tell me, well, about all the, the powers that are involved with it and that type of thing. And it's just like, well, it's, it's pretty obvious you're not a, you're not a Christian. Um, in fact, he wanted to take a course in Greek and Hebrew uh, just so he could uh, be a better Kabbalist. Uh, but uh, crystal powers, the, the uh, believe that crystals are able to restore the flow of energy in our bodies. Uh, by the way, um, uh, you guys, what do they call that when they put their hands over somebody to try to heal them? Therapeutic touch. Yeah, the therapeutic touch. Uh, CRI did an article on that, and uh, we got a guy from our church that works at Nav House, Hospital Bremerton, and a Catholic priest was uh, was doing that and uh, freaked him out. And, uh, witchcraft is is really big in the uh, New Age movement. It's referred to as Wicca. Uh, basically, it's the worship of nature and uh, and the worship of the earth goddess, and so it's popular uh, uh, within the uh, feminist movement, and uh, this is getting bigger and bigger uh, today. Uh, channeling, uh, being possessed, vol- you know, voluntary possession. You allow the the spirits to possess you, and the spirit guides speak through you. Supposedly, it's spirits of the dead, but uh, just as with ancient, just as with uh, the spiritism uh, of the earlier part of the century and uh, the uh, uh, spiritual spiritualism and, and that type of thing, it's, it's just a, just your basic demon possession uh, uh, and the old medium uh, uh, go between somebody who's a go between between the spirit realm and the physical realm. But that medium is being possessed by demons from a, uh, a scriptural standpoint. Uh, visualization, uh, real big in the New Age movement, it's becoming. There's nothing wrong with somebody saying, "Look, if you really want to achieve a goal, you've got to visualize it in your mind and 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 go for it." Uh, there's really nothing wrong with that statement. The only problem is I would not use it myself because the, the New Agers have so taken over the term visualize um, that uh, it means more than wanting something so bad that you can taste it and and just giving your full focus to something it means basically uh, creating uh, reality through the power of your mind uh, but it's all visualization is also called guided imagery uh, bringing about changing changes in the physical world through the power of the mind and it's it's uh, you, you basically it's based on the premise that you are God and therefore you create your own reality. Uh, yoga, uh, with all the uh, you know even uh, transcendental meditation fall under this and all, but but a means by which a person becomes united with the universal soul, uh, uh, Eastern meditation and that type of thing. Uh, right brain learning. Uh, there, there isn't, I know a lot of Christian psychologists uh, assume the truth of this, but uh, th- there is, there's a big debate about whether there's any truth to this whatsoever. And, uh, but whatever the case, right brain learning, it, uh, 
assumes that the right side of the brain, which uh, John is using right now, is being a little too intuitive and too creative, making lots of noise. No. Uh, uh, the right brain uh, is supposed to be intuitive and creative, unlike the left side, uh, uh, which is rational. And uh, now, I don't know if anybody's ever looked at me close when I get one of my high-end tights, but it's actually, I, I have to look in the mirror. Well, one side of my head is way larger than the other side. One side is kind of straight up, and the other one is totally That's rounded. And uh, I'm not, I, I, I don't remember, but I, I think the right side is bigger, and I'm not. I don't think I'm as creative as I am rational. So I think I, I think my brain disproves this, and uh, and I'd be willing to devote my my brain to science after after I'm <laughs> after I'm dead, but not before. Um, and, although they would probably like to take it right now. Uh, astral travel, uh, where the soul uh, departs the body for a time, uh, the the out of body experiences. And that type of thing. If you want to read a really good book, <laughs> if you want to read a uh, uh, a real uh, good book on a Christian, a scholarly Christian perspective on uh, uh, after death experiences and that type of thing, out of body experiences, um, it's a book by uh, Gary Habermas, my old professor, and J.P. Moreland. Uh, uh, Immortality, the Other Side of Death, published by Baker Bookhouse. Real, really good book, and they go into a lot of real interesting stuff there. And uh, they even argue for the existence of the immaterial soul. And all right, Kurt, that's it. Okay, uh, some some new age uh, some new age leaders from the. Uh, the Cult of Theosophy. Uh, their books are, are widely widely read by New Agers. Uh, the founder uh, in 1875 was Helena Blavatsky. Uh, leaders after that were Annie Besant and Alice Bailey. So if you see those names, that should ring a bell. Uh, some big name uh, uh, New Age channelers, Jay-Z Knight, as the, the earlier notes say, Jay-Z King, because the Rodney King thing was going on, and I was watching CNN while I was typing it. And the, but it's Jay-Z Knight, supposedly uh, the uh, soul, the spirit of a 35,000-year-old warrior named Ramtha speaks through her. Uh, actually, it, if, if it is legitimate, it's a demon. Uh, Kevin Ryerson has sp several spirit guides. Jane Roberts, uh, uh, some spirit... Uh, being named Seth gave her uh, information uh, for about 20 books. Actually, dictated about 20 different books. Um, there are even some Catholics uh, who were New Age leaders. I don't know if Thomas Berry, a Jesuit theologian, got kicked out of the Catholic Church, but Matthew Fox has been kicked out of the Catholic Church. Uh, but Thomas Berry uh, uh, teaches that everything manifests God, not just uh, reveals God as His creation, but basically shares in his essence. Uh, Matthew Fox was the uh, Catholic, former Catholic theologian who developed uh, creation spirituality which said, ignore Augustinian theology is too negative. It focuses on the fall of mankind. Let's go beyond the fall and go back to creation. Well, the problem is that is that we are fallen and we need to deal with it. We need to be saved. And uh, But he comes up with a whole new age type of... Uh, 
uh, of uh, philosophy and theology, uh, but he's been kicked out of the Catholic Church now. Uh, yeah. Um, for Thomas Berry, when he said that everything manifests God, you're saying that it just revealed um, that, that the way he speaks, would that be metaphysically? How would you define that? Yeah, you could say metaphysically, or you could say ontologically. Uh, I, I would just say that it it, it, uh, it manifests God. Everything manifests God as being part of His His essence. So it's it, it's a, it's an ontological uh, uh, oneness rather than a uh, um, rather than just a. Uh, I don't know, I wouldn't even know what the word will be, but basically it reveals it by being everything reveals God it manifests God in the same way that Jesus manifested God Jesus manifested God to the extent that he is God Uh, everything manifests God to the point that it is God or he may even have a not just a it might not be a pantheistic um, view it might be a panentheistic view where the everything could be uh, emanating from God to where the the universe is not really God, but it's God's body, and God is the soul that that, that gives life to everything. But but even there, it's it's uh, it's it's way beyond the uh, the uh, creator uh, creature distinction of, of Christianity. Uh, uh, but but the uh, the Roman. Roman Catholicism dogmatically dogmatically has spoken out against the New Age type teaching, uh, but there is the possibility that once this Pope dies, which might not be too far from now, if you see the way he looks walking around, it looks like he had a stroke. I don't. They're saying he's just going to get his appendix out, but I can't see the whole left side of his body just about shut down because of uh, his appendix. Yeah. I heard that he also had some problems in his heart. That could be. I, I, I do know when I just looked at some clips of him walking around, it looked like the whole left side of his mouth was drooping and and uh, it looked like he couldn't move his left arm and he was moving real slow. But, yeah, that's possible. He, he has issued a warning that uh, he believes the next pope will be what he calls an anti-pope. Uh, he believes that the, the, the College of Cardinals below him are a bunch of either liberals or New Agers, but they're anti-traditional Catholicism. So if uh, evangelicals think that uh, that we have very little common ground right now with traditional Roman Catholicism, which is true, but just wait till we, we see what comes up next because... Uh, 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 there, there are there are some cardinals that uh, that would like to to move. Uh, this pope would like everybody in the world to be a Catholic, but he wants them to accept Catholic teaching. Uh, there's a good chance the next pope will want everybody in the world to be a Catholic, and so he's willing to compromise the teaching in order to bring that about and accept the Hinduistic view that all faiths lead to God. There's a good possibility that that will come up in that. Now, uh, uh, how do you pronounce uh, for science, John? Do you know this uh, guy's name, Capra's first name? Is it, is it Friedhoff? Sure. Go, good enough. Okay. 
free off capra whatever uh he's a specialist in quantum physics he wrote that book the Tao of physics the tao from taoism i don't know why we spell it with a t if you don't pronounce it that way but that's the way it's spelled but uh um He's it basically even modern science today is moving. Even with Stephen Hawking's writings, we are moving away from you know we are uh, the, the, the modern science was founded on a Christian worldview. We believe that you know reasonable God through reason created the universe in a reasonable way, so that through reason we could find out about the elements in the in the universe. But uh, then we had replaced it with an atheistic worldview. And now the base of modern science, that isn't working, so it's becoming more and more new age. So that uh, on the quantum level, uh, Heisenberg's principle of indeterminacy, uh, we're having a hard time figuring out cause and effect. And so some uh, scientists are arguing that things are occurring without a cause because we can't find the causes. We're having a hard time if we know the location then we don't know the the uh, the the, uh, the direction that it's moving or whatever and if if we figure out its velocity then then we don't know its location and that type of thing and uh, so a lot of guys are arguing for a, a new age type explanation that things pop into existence without a cause and if we go far enough back into the Big Bang uh, Eventually, the whole universe would be uh, small enough to be classified as a subatomic particle, and the laws of physics break down, and maybe it could have just popped into existence out of nothing. And so, uh, we have uh, uh, secular sciences. Modern science is going new age, and uh, it's going to. It's good. Science is becoming. Once you take God out of the equation, you're only a few generations away from science becoming nothing but superstition and magic. And that is the direction that we're heading in right now. Uh, business, there's new age leaders that have uh, had a heavy influence on business. Uh, uh, the people such as Napoleon Hill, uh, the author of many business books, uh, who emphasizes a positive mental attitude. Now, it's pretty obvious, you know, if two guys start a business and they want me to invest in their business and one is confident, yeah, I know I could pull this off. And the other guy's saying, well, I don't know, I just, I failed in everything else I did, but who knows, maybe I'll make it this time. Well, obviously, if I want to invest in one of those two businesses, I'm going to invest in the guy that's, that's got a more positive attitude, that's more confident. But the fact of the matter is, we are not in full control of our destinies. We have a lot more control than the average Christian and non-Christian would, uh, would admit. Um... But the fact of the matter is, we don't control the amount of oxygen in the Earth's atmosphere. We don't control when the next earthquake is going to come. Uh, there are a lot of things that are out of out of our control. Um, uh, it, it pays to be confident. It pays to work hard and to really uh, assume that you can accomplish those things that you set out to accomplish within reason. At the same time, uh, to believe. Uh, that you create your own reality and that you are in total control. Uh, basically, you're, you're you're taking God off the throne and putting yourself there. Now, he would imagine uh, guides. Uh, we would, New Agers would call them spirit guides. 
uh, the ascended masters, but uh, he would imagine, make up imaginary brilliant friends from the past to come and, and to give him information. And then eventually he stopped doing that because it started to uh, uh, intimidate him and scare him because they seemed to be so real. Okay? Well, see, they, you know, this guy is assuming that demons don't exist. And then he's dabbling. That's why, like, role-playing games and Ouija boards, you don't mess with that which the Bible says is true. And, uh, and so, uh, 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 he's basically, he's a very popular author among the New Age readers. Now, there are a lot of people that just, that just want to be successful businessmen that read them. Uh, if somebody does read him, I would just read him the way I would read, uh, any writing, even a writing from Bertrand Russell or Jean Paul Sartre, I would test it with the scriptures. Uh, but if somebody, and then there's going to be points where his views seem compatible with the scriptures, and they might be on certain areas. At the same time, uh, there's going to be views uh, 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 that are just uh, the direct antithesis of what the scriptures teach. Yeah. Anthony Robbins, another one. I haven't uh, looked into enough of stuff. I, I would think though. Uh, uh, is he the real tall guy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would think a, a lot of what, what a lot of guys will do. A lot of guys just made some real good decisions and picked up some real big wealth, uh, and then they want to make more wealth by teaching these principles to others, and then they recognize how important it is not to be down on yourself and to have confidence. So a lot of these guys uh, may actually teach. And Napoleon Hill, he spoke from the heart when he wrote. Uh, but a lot of these guys, you know, they may be selling you a bill of goods. But like, the, you know, some car salesman tells you this is the greatest car in the lot because he believes it's the greatest car in the lot. The next car salesman, though, tells you it's the greatest car in the lot just because he wants to sell a car. So it's, it's tough to say, but I, I, I would think um, there's a good chance, uh, because I, I, I've, I've looked at his programs a little bit, and they seem to be a little bit, the positive aspect seems to be a little bit exaggerated there. Um, but, you know, it's just really tough. You, you get that uh, the same danger doing an altar call, I exaggerating things and stretching the truth or whatever or you know and that type of thing and uh, um, um, you know when I preach the word of God touches my heart and I get emotional and so sometimes I cry and I can't help but, but cry when I preach um, but I I have to you know continue to pray and hope and pray that I would never say hey yeah you know if I could just learn how to manufacture those tears you know, I, I'm sure there's some guys out there preaching sermons on Channel 20. I wouldn't doubt that they, in their sermon notes, that they put, you know, cry, here. Pr cry right here and get a good, it'll get a bigger uh, response and a bigger donation and stuff like that. Um, at the same time, I don't want to, uh, uh, you know, tell the Lord, uh, you know, Lord, uh, you know, give me a heart of stone when I preach because I, I, I think God wants all of us, not just our... Uh, uh, our intellect, he wants our emotions and our will as, as much. There's nothing, nothing wrong with feelings so long as it's based on the facts. Um, but when your emotions or your feelings uh, are 
you're basing your views of reality on your feelings, then then something's wrong. Um, but uh, there's some Raider games where, uh, in fact, there's lots of Raider games where I've I've come about this close to uh, tears, uh, especially Franco Harris is back in the. Uh, the the playoff games years ago, the the immaculate reception, where it was a fourth down play, all the Raiders do knock the pass down and swatted it down, and he scooped it off the ground and went all the way for a touchdown. Shocking play. Um, well, I didn't cry. I never cried after a, a football game, out of a football game, but that was about the closest I ever came. But if you can get emotional about other things, you should be able to get emotional about God. But but so so in other words, you might not have a full blown. New Ager, uh, who's a business teacher, but if he sees some principles among them that that you know, he might think, oh, this is these uh, theories are for losers, but uh, I want the money from these losers, and and by the way, if they hold to these principles, it might make them more effective in business, whatever. And so I think there are a lot of guys that are just take just straight out taking advantage from people, uh, but the, there are principles, you know. They're, they're, they're probably, you know, Sigmund Freud said things that made sense. Uh, you can find truth just about anywhere, uh, but that's why you've got to be grounded in the in the Word so that you can test these other writings when you read these other people. Uh, the public schools, uh, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this lady's name right, Beverly uh, Gallien, uh, she founded uh, Confluent Education, which teaches students that they are God. There's many different programs. By the way, uh, Norman Geisler, when he came up here a few years ago, he referred to Seattle as the uh, New Age public school capital of the of the you know of the country, and uh, so uh, New Age teachings are very popular in Seattle, and that's probably why Seattle students have very high esteem, uh, but can't read or write. Um, the uh, United Nations. Uh, Donald Keyes uh, uh, is a longtime uh, United Nations consultant, and he founded uh, Planetary Citizens in 1972. Wants a one-world government. He has New Age views. Robert Mueller, the uh, retired UN Assistant Secretary General, is also a one-worlder who is uh, has heavy New Age teaching. The United Nations, by the way, they have uh, in their prayer room or wherever they call. They actually go through. Uh, New Age meditation and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, but they have a prayer room. It's just that uh, it's not what we call, we'll call prayer. Uh, movies. Uh, uh, Shirley MacLaine, her book Out on a Limb, sold over thirty uh, three over three million copies. This was back in '92. God only knows how many copies it sold now. Uh, and again, basic to her teaching is that we need to recognize that we are gods. Uh, George uh, Lucas uh, admits that his Star Wars films uh, teach Eastern thought. In fact, he says it's one of the primary motives uh, for them. That's why the, the, the Force be with you replaces uh, the Lord be with you. But just like you know Napoleon Hill's writings or whatever, I don't think there's anything wrong with watching the films, but look out for that stuff. In fact, Norman Geisler wrote a little book called it The Religion of the Force, and showed you how many quotes throughout the, the first Star Wars movie were were uh, being used to teach uh, uh, Hindu type uh, New Age type teaching. Uh, other leading New Agers, Marilyn Ferguson, who wrote the Aquarian Conspiracy, 
where she's arguing for this big conspiracy of New Agers to take over the world, where she, she's all for it, by the way. Um, Jacob uh, Needleman is a New Age philosopher. Mark Satin, which looks like almost like Satan, just a little letter there. I would have changed my name if I was him, but but if you're in the New Age movement, the name won't hurt. Uh, Mark Satin, a leading New Age uh, political writer. Uh, Benjamin Krem, he founded the Tara Center and wanted to introduce Lord Maitreya to the world, and then he blew multi-millions of dollars worth of money taking out full-page ads in the New York Times and leading newspaper saying Lord Maitreya will be revealed in, I don't know if it was 1992 or whatever, 1988. And, and the guy never was revealed, so uh, I don't know, maybe the guy maybe the guy shot himself or something and, and, and then they couldn't reveal him. But, he, but he, Lord Maitreya was supposed to be the, like, uh, um, uh, the guy, the savior of the planet, uh, the manifestation, the, the greatest manifestation of God within our time. Um, Anytime you have a this-worldly pantheism, like uh, Nazism, where uh, the, the focus is on the here and now, uh, you usually get, and that's the way in the New Age movement, you usually get, well, we're all God, we all manifest God, but the leader manifests God to a greater degree. And uh, so just like you, you find throughout time, the Jesus was supposed to be a manifestation of God and Buddha, uh, it really opens the door for, uh, for a Hitler-type person, uh, the, i.e. the Antichrist, to come on the scene and uh, uh, claim to be God and demand worship, even within New Age-type thinking. Uh, it's perfectly consistent. Uh, uh, the, the German people... The, German people were taught in the German Volk religion in Nazi Germany that the Aryan race, uh, the the Aryan race is divine, but the Führer Adolf Hitler is was supposed to be the greatest manifestation of the divine. And uh, uh, then David Spangler was a New Age uh, prophet and author and. Uh, Leads the, the Finehorn community in Scotland. Starhawk is a Wicca, a, a, a witch who promotes the feminist movement and goddess worship. So these are just some of the names. You can go. I mean, you can go on and on. And even in the last three years, the uh, the list. Uh, yeah, it, it's amazing too how there are some fringe groups of the New Age movement that are linking with uh, with other groups like Catholicism, uh, fringe elements of Catholicism, the uh, the supposed appearances of Mary in Medjugorje, um, John using his creative mind has just ripped one of his fingers off of his uh, hand, but uh, but even with uh, the visit, supposed visitations of Mary in Medjugorje, uh, there's a Hindu a lady that's uh, that's uh, more of a I think her name is uh, Chitima something like that and uh, uh, she uh, is a Hindu type teacher that, that that Catholics who are into the visit go to Medjugorje to try to have miracles performed are attracted to her and it's kind of a bridge between uh, uh, fringe Catholicism and the New Age movement
And, uh, and by the way, Wicca, you know, the feminist movement acceptance of Wicca and the, the earth goddess and that type of thing, uh, uh, Catholicism, you get, you get a new age pope and uh, uh, if Catholicism would, would allow uh, the, the, the feminist and the uh, 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 witches to come in into it and then uh, uh, worship Mary as the female deity, uh, you know, the, 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 that would be a, a gap that could be bridged as well. Some new age organizations uh, I'm just gonna just gonna reel off their names: uh, the Chinook Learning Center, the Finehorn Community, Greenpeace. Greenpeace is very heavily uh, New Age. So when Catholics or, or Protestant Christians get involved with them, or or Tony Campala, you know, talks about uh, all the good things they're doing, you know that Tony Campala is out to lunch. Planetary Citizens, the Tara Center, uh, the Farm. Green Party. Uh, who's the Green Party candidate right now? That's uh, Ralph Nader. Ralph Nader. Yeah, that's right. So you know he's uh, he's uh, he's hurting. Interface Global Education Associates, the Theosophical Society, LifeSpring. They they teach human potential seminars. The Pacific Institute. Uh, they give human potential seminars for business. The Association for Research and Enlightenment, uh, an organization based on the prophecies of the uh, late Edgar Cayce, who, uh, the sleeping prophet who would diagnose illnesses and that type of thing. He would go into trans. Basically, he would channel. He would channel information, just like the modern channelers today, and uh, um, had a really big name. He, they, they've done documented some of his. Uh, Supernatural exploits on uh, unsolved mysteries. Yeah. Was his diagnosis correct? Uh, in uh, in the cases that I've seen documented, yeah. Uh, it, well, well, one of the cases he had ne never had any medical training. He only had six or seven years of education, and uh, he had entire books of the Bible memorized. But what people failed to realize was he wasn't opening the Bible to memorize them. He would just go to sleep with the Bible by his head, by his bed and by his head, and he would wake up in the morning and have another chat, another another book of the Bible memorized. And uh, um, But he would go into trances. It looked like he was asleep, and I, I believe his lips moved. I'm not sure if his lips moved or not, but I think they moved. But he would diagnose people, and they had a... a uh, a boy that was having a hard time swallowing and breathing and they didn't know what was wrong and nothing showed up on the x-rays they brought him to him and what they found out was that he diagnosed it that the, the boy had swallowed a transparent button and that it w and he showed them where where it was actually in the in the boy's throat and uh, they had no other uh, they, they had no other recourse because the boy couldn't eat but but to operate and uh, to, 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 to go on his uh, information, and sure enough, they found it there. But, but they've documented multiple cases through him, so it's definitely, it was definitely in the supernatural. Uh, and uh, um, he's got some predictions that have been just outright false. So, uh, uh, in fact, I, he was one of the leading guys that was predicting that the, there'd be some earthquakes in California would go under the sea, under the into the ocean. Um, but uh, 
but his writings are, are still popular today. The Asalan Institute with their Human Potential Seminars, Self-Realization Fellowship, which teaches yoga, the Sierra Club with its political lobbying and ecological emphasis, the Unity and Diversity Council, uh, a group of over uh, uh, 100 New Age groups, uh, the Windstar Foundation, founded by John Denver, uh, Take Me Home, Country Roads, you know who I'm talking about, founded by John Denver to promote global awareness, uh, Denver wants to be a god. Uh, he will fail. Uh, there, you, there you go. Uh, the Forum, which was uh, founded by uh, Werner Earhart. It was once called EST, E-S-T. It has human potential seminars for business people. And, uh, uh, what did, do you know what EST stood for? Uh, yeah, uh, Something like uh, ear hard uh, seminar training, something like that. Um, but uh, I believe, and this is still going today with the forum and all, and uh, it's like Marine Corps boot camp taken to the degree where you, uh, you know, they just yell at you, yell at you, yell at you, and curse, curse you out and take away all your confidence until eventually you get to the point where you just surrender total control of your thinking processes to them, to their leaders, and then they start teaching you that you're God and this and that and hitting you with all their garbage, but uh, they make a lot of money off you too. Uh, some of the New Age magazines, Body, Mind, and Spirit, East, West. So they have to completely destroy you, which if you were God in the first place, couldn't happen just to teach you that you are a God, supposedly. Well, for which you pay. The... Uh, I, again, they, with, with their view that uh, that so much is an illusion and this and that, and it gets to, even the, the the Christian Science view that uh, there's no such thing as sin and death and pain, and so what we need to be saved of is not sin uh, and death, but our false belief in sin and death, and, and so it is basically the breaking down of the false views and then brainwashing you with the with the new views. New Age Magazines, Body, Mind, and Spirit, East, West, Yoga Journal, Revision, New Age Journal, uh, World Goodwill Newsletter, uh, and the Journal of Humanistic Psychology. Uh, some of the New Age influence on the public school system, uh, confluent education, human potential, uh, fantasy games that are being played in, in, in some of the public schools, imaginary guides so the students are... Uh, often taught to uh, accept uh, an imaginary guide which and pretend that they're walking with you all over the place. Well, that's dangerous if demons do exist. Uh, yoga and meditation is often practiced in Bainbridge Island where you can't uh, celebrate uh, uh, Easter or Christmas in school. Uh, you know, they have no problem uh, teaching kids how to meditate in school. Values clarification, which is just a... It basically teaches moral relativism, was right for you, was right for you, doesn't have to be right for me, and vice versa. And then uh, Impressions, which was a curriculum promoting the use of magic spells and making objects float. Now, Goals 2000, I, I can't remember when I, I looked into that. I can't remember. I know it was just a, totally out to lunch, and to anti-American and anti-Christian, but I can't remember uh, if there was a big New Age influence or not, I would I would guess that there was. But Goals 2000 is something that, uh, before I put these uh, notes together, 
uh, it, it came about. So something you might want to look into. Oh yeah. Okay. And then that and that's spoken from a guy who got uh, A plus straight throughout your your goals 2000 training. So there you go. So what you're saying is that you won't vote for Gary Locke. Okay. Um, uh, Christian leaders whose message is similar to New Age beliefs. Uh, the uh, We Are God's doctrine of uh, God's with a little G of Kenneth Hagen, Kenneth Copeland, Earl Polk, Frederick Price, Casey Treat, Benny Hinn. Uh, the visualization teachings of uh, uh, Pastor Paul Yangi Cho, who has the largest church in the world. I think he's got about 150,000 members in Korea. C.S. Levette, Norman Vincent Peale with his power of positive thinking. And again, the, the positive confession movement, uh, name it and claim it, uh, Creating your own uh, reality by uh, uh, the spoken word, Kenneth Hagen, Kenneth Copeland, uh, Earl Paul, Frederick Price, Casey Treat, and again, uh, Benny Hinn. Uh, Robert Schuller uh, also blasts fundamentalists for using negative terms like sin, salvation, repentance, and guilt. So he's saying we basically we need a new gospel uh, because we're not supposed to... Uh, talk about these negative things uh, yeah it, it, but basically there it's TBN for the most part is uh, is a different gospel and it's uh, it's it has more in common with new age than, see in the end I think both I think both Catholicism and Protestantism are, are going to be so infiltrated by the new age movement that uh, oh well, you know we even have a gentleman coming to our church that calls himself a Christian, but actually uh, he's not a Christian in the traditional definition of the term. He's open to the New Age movement and he's open to Christianity. He's trying to explore them, but he has not made a commitment to Christ. He's not sure if Jesus is God. He's not sure that Jesus died on the cross for his sins. Then again, he's not even sure if all reality is is one. If he's not sure, maybe pantheism is true. And so he kind of vacillates back and forth, but uh, um, I think the day is going to come when uh, when you're going to have preachers coming from that standpoint, uh, teaching that truth is relative. And so Catholic or Protestant, uh, the New Age movement is going to take over uh, most of organized religion.